Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 2nd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word. I believe it is the desire of God that we level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of your of our lives, especially in this season. Now, in general, our God is a God of progression, not a God of regression. So with God, God is always wanting us to move forward and higher and deeper and stronger, right? So with God, it's forward ever, backward never, the best is yet to come, right? So our latter days will be greater than our former days, all of that. So God is a God of progression and not a God of regression. So we're always moving forward anyway. But in this season though, in this season, on another level, I believe that God wants us to level up, that, that this is a season of new levels. So we've been studying leveling up or new levels all year long, and I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word. If you want to level up, and obviously if you're watching this video, it's because you do. If you want to level up, you and I, we're going to do it. You know how we're going to do it? We are going to level up with the Word. So that said, I've been teaching this series from the parable of the sower. I want us to go back to this parable again today. This is Mark chapter four, verses 13 through 20. There's so much in these eight verses. Uh, the title of today's message is the importance of resting in God's promise. Look at me. I want to share some things with you this morning about the importance of resting in God's promise. I know that we have a lot of things going on and I know that, that you uh, it's so easy to take on the, the cares or the pressures of this world, right? There's so many things that we want to do. There's so many things that's going on. There's so many things that are even changing on this planet. And so we take on, if we're not careful, we could take on the pressures of this world. We have to learn as believers how to rest, rest in what God said, how to believe God and not to be moved off of what God said and what we believe. Say amen to that. So we've been looking at Mark chapter four and Verses 13 through 20. I want to read it for you again this morning. This is what the Bible says. Now, the farmer is like someone who takes God's word like a seed and plants it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the path, the side of the road. That's like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is a fruitful. And because they don't understand it, Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people, you see them in church, right? They're really loud. They say amen really loud, real boisterous, uh, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their, into their hearts or into their lives. And so they keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes, a persecution comes because of the word that they receive, these people are quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. This is what we've been studying right now. These are the people that hear the teaching. Yeah, they want to accept it. And the word gets down in their heart. The problem is that they have other stuff growing in their heart. They have weeds. What are the weeds? Jesus said, well, it's the cares of this world, the worries of this life, the love of money, and everything else they want. They have a lust for other things. They have a lust for selfish desires. And these other things are weeds. And the weeds grow up and choke out the word. And it keeps the word from working. Now, lastly, other people are like good ground. Say good ground. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get there. Other people are like good ground. They hear the teaching. They get out of the way. They yield to it. They submit to it. They see the word, hear the word, understand the word of God. They're ready to apply it. And so the word works because they allow the word to do what it does. And then it produces a harvest. Sometimes 30 times more. Sometimes 60 times more. Sometimes 100 times 
once more. You and I, we are going after 100, right? We want the maximum return of God's investment in our lives. So for days, we've been dealing with the cares of this world or the worries of this life. And yesterday we looked at Mark chapter four, verses 26 through 29. Man, that was so good where the far- Jesus went on to say, man, it's like this farmer, he sows the seed. He doesn't know how the thing works. I mean, I mean, he don't have to know. He doesn't have to have, to have a degree in agriculture, whether he's sleeping or whether he's awake, whether he's watching the seed or whether he's fishing. I mean, it doesn't matter. The word is always working. And so day and night, whether he's sleeping or not, the word is always working. And so we, we dealt with that. And so what we don't want to do is actively fight against the word. So the word will do what it does just as long as we don't fight against it. But when we take on the cares of this world, when we take on the worries of this life, when we pursue the love of money or selfish desires, we are actively working against what God said. You and I, we got to learn how to rest. We got to learn how to not do that and and enter into God's rest. Let's talk about it. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. And as I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive, rid your heart and your mind of all distractions, lock in three things. Number one, here we go. So resting in what God said is not always easy. Now, I've taught a lot from Hebrews chapter four about entering into God's rest. I've taught series on this entering into God's rest. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and search for Rick Pina entering into God's rest. There's a lot of teaching on this. I've done a lot on this from Hebrews chapter four and how this promise of God's rest still stands. It stands today. We got to enter into God's rest. In Hebrews chapter four, the writer of Hebrews is really referencing numbers 13, where uh, uh, God, I don't, I don't have time to get into all of that, but bottom line is God told Abraham, as far as you can see, you can have it. If you can see it, you can have it. This is the land that I'm giving you into your descendants forever. However, uh, they're not going to get it right now. You're going to have kids, your kids, kids, and all of that are going to wind up in Egypt. There's going to be this kid named Joseph. He gets favor with Pharaoh. And then there's going to come a Pharaoh who knows not Joseph. And they're going to fall into slavery and they're going to be slave for 400 years. But after that, I'm going to lead them out and I'm going to give them this land. And so 400 years later, God says, hey, I'm giving you the land. Go out and spy into the land. Send 12 people, one from each tribe to receive the land. And they go out and, and 10 out of the 12 put a no where God put a yes. They didn't enter into God's rest. They didn't enter into God's rest concerning it. And so they missed out on the promise that generation did fast forward. New Testament, the writer of Hebrews says, no, you can still enter into God's rest. There's a promise of God's rest. And this Canaan rest is still made available for you and I. When God gives us a promise, we got to learn how to not put a no where God put a yes. We got to learn how to accept what God said and just rest. And I know that this is not easy, especially it's not easy for somebody like me, right? It's not easy for people that are programmed. If you're a go-getter, I'm a go-getter. And so if you're a go-getter, this is not easy, what I'm saying, because if you're a go-getter, you want to go get it, you know? And so as a believer, uh, uh, you know, that, that is learning how to enter into God's rest is not always easy because in this world, people say stuff like, well, if you want it, you got to go get it. If you want it, you got to go make it happen. If you want it, you got to, you know, if you want to make, if you want something, nothing is just going to come to you for free. If you want something, you have to go get it. And so you have to balance once you're born again, this desire to, yeah, I got a work ethic. I work my butt off to go get it, but, but I'm only supposed to be going to get the things that God tells me to go get. So now I have to learn how to, how to rest. It's not, I'm, I'm not supposed to just do something because I can do something, right? No, I have to learn how to rest and only do the things that God wants me to do. Because if I'm not careful, I can start messing up God's stuff. If I'm not careful, I can start putting my hands on things that God never told me to put my hands on. 
is if I'm not careful, I can do it in my own human power, human ability, human strength. It's like Abraham. Abraham was waiting. After 13 years, him and his wife was like, man, this is taking too long. And his wife was like, well, maybe we need to help God out. And so you go sleep with my servant. No, you don't need to help God out. And so they produced the Ishmael and they're still having issues to this day because of it. As a believer, you got to learn how to rest in what God said and don't do it. Don't. Now you work when he tells you to work, but you got to rest when he tells you to rest. And even when you're working, you're working by the grace of God. And so anyway, I've done a lot of teaching on this. Here, here's what it boils down to. When God gives you a promise, he's saying that he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Now, there's some things that he will lead you to do to cooperate with it, to bring it to pass in the earth. Cool. When he tells you to do that, you do it by faith. But until he tells you to do it, you got to be careful not to get in the way. Because if you get in the way, you're going to be producing weeds and the weeds are going to grow up and choke out the word. And before you know it, because you got in the way, now you're going to wake up one morning and you're going to forget all about what God said and you're going to move on. So God... If God wants you to work, he will lead you to work by his grace and he will tell you what to do and how to do it without getting in the way. But when he doesn't lead you to do something, you got to learn how to not. And this is not easy. I'm just telling you for me, Rick Pena. Oh man, this is if God, I would rather God just tell me to go do something so I could go do it. But when God says, no, 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 son, I'm, I, I, I'm believing God for something right now that God says no, nothing you can do about it. You just have to wait. Oh, that's hard for me. So if God just says, hold on, just chill, wait, then I have to wait. I don't like it. Wait is a four letter word, right? And so, so, but you got to have faith and patience. I've done a lot of teaching on that as well. So as a believer, you got to learn how to rest in what God said and know that he's going to bring it to pass in his timing, in the fullness of time, it shall come to pass. Number two, resting in God is not about inactivity though. So let me explain this. So resting in God is not doing nothing. It's doing something is resting, is <laughs> actively resting. Resting in God is not about inactivity because if you're resting in the promise of God, you are active. You are actively believing God. You are actively reminding yourself of what God said. You are walking by your vision board and giving, hey, glory, I give God some praise every time I look at it. You are, you are walking, you are reminding yourself of what God said. You are, you are getting up every morning, reminding yourself of the promises of God. You are nursing and rehearsing it. It's not that you're doing nothing. You're doing something. You are believing God. I am actively in faith. I know that it can happen and it can happen at at any time. I'm living with an expectation of manifestation. It's not that I'm doing nothing. I'm doing something. I'm believing God. I am resting in what God said. I am resting in what God promised. I am resting. I am trusting. I am trusting while I'm resting and I'm resting while I'm trusting and I'm believing God and I'm reminding myself and I'm building myself up. And if I work, if God leads me to do something, I'm doing it by the grace of God. I am, I'm not working for grace. I'm working by grace. I'm only doing it because God is leading me to do it. And even then I'm not relying on human power human ability, human strength. I'm not working by the sweat of my brow. I'm not trying to make stuff happen on my own. No, I'm a God man. I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God made man. And so I'm resting in the promises of God. I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. I'm living the way the father wants me to live. If he tells me to do nothing, I do nothing. If he tell, I'm, I'm resting. I'm not going to put my hands on something God told me not to put my hands on. And so I know that it's the father living on the inside of me. John 14 and 10. He gives me the words. He performs the work. And so he is going to bring to pass his promises in my life 
at just the right time. And so what am I doing? I am, I'm not, it's not that I'm doing nothing. I'm doing something. What am I doing? I am resting while I'm waiting on the promises of God and I'm open to do whatever he tells me to do and I will do it however he tells me to do it. And so that I am, I'm living this way so that I'm not producing weeds that are competing with God's seed. Say amen to that. All right. Number three and finally, last thing for today, don't allow weeds to get in the way of the word. So Jesus called once again, uh, the cares of this world, the love of money, and the lust for selfish desires, weeds. He called these things weeds. He then explained how these weeds, if you allow them to grow in your heart, they're going to grow up and overpower the word. As strong as the word is, these weeds can go, grow up and over the power, overpower the word in your heart and stop the word from working. And when this happens, it's your fault. When this happens, it's my fault. It's not God's fault. When this happens, it's completely on us. We don't have to allow the weeds to grow. We're the ones producing the weeds. And so we don't have to allow the, the weeds to grow. We don't have to take on the cares of this world. We don't have to chase money over God. We don't have to prioritize selfish desires over God's will. But when we do, we're growing weeds that are choking out the seed. Let me say it this way. You can go to church Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday night after Wednesday night, and get so much word in your heart, and then as much, why, why even do all of that if all you're going to do is produce weeds that's choking out the seed of the word? And so you, here you are getting word, getting word. You tune into today's word every day. Thank you, by, by the way. You're getting word. You're getting word. You go listen to your pastor. You're getting word. You're getting word. You're getting word. But now what you don't want to do is fight against the process. When you take on the cares of this world, the love of money and selfish desires, you are actively, you are actively engaged against what God said. You are actively engaged against. Why? Because you have competing priorities. That's why God has to be first place. You can't have competing priorities. If you have competing priorities, um, then the weeds are going to grow up and choke out the word. Of the three weeds that Jesus described, the, the one I'm really focused on today is worry because I'm talking about resting. See, when you worry, worrying and resting are competing conditions. I'm talking about resting today. Well, you can't be resting if you're worrying. You can't be worrying if you're resting. And so these are competing conditions. What God wants you to do is rest, not to worry. When you rest, you don't take on the pressure to perform. See, God wants you to rest. Satan wants you to worry. God wants you to, to trust him. Satan wants you to take on the pressure to perform. And so all of this is happening, happening in your heart. Satan wants you to go make it happen because he wants you to rely on human power, human ability, human strength, try to make everything happen by the sweat of your brow. And, and God is saying, no, I want you to learn how to rest in me, trust in me, believe me, and watch me do what I do by my grace. And so here you have a decision. You have to choose. Like God wants me to rest. Satan wants me to worry. Which one am I going to do? In John 14 and 1, Jesus said, do not allow your heart to be troubled. Do not allow it to be afraid. So you have to allow it. Look at me. If you're stressed out, you allowed it. Let me say that again. You have to allow your heart to be troubled. You have to allow your heart to be afraid. You have to allow yourself to be stressed out. If you're stressed out, you allowed it. You started to focus on other things. You meditated and medicated on bad things, things, thoughts from the enemy. And those thoughts produce bad feelings because feelings amplify your thoughts. And now before you know it, now you're in a bad state. You, you're battling thoughts of depression. Why? Because you took on the cares of this world. You, God was saying rest. Satan was saying worry. And you did the worrying and not the resting and the trusting. 
And so as a believer, you have to to decide. You have to allow your heart to be troubled. You have to allow your heart to be in fear, but you don't have to allow it. Like I'm saying, if you allow it, it's because you allowed it, but you can reject it. You can resist it. You can reject it. You can say, no, you know what? I'm going to enter into God's rest. And this is important because you get to choose. It's your heart. God will allow whatever you allow. Like if you're stressed out, if you're battling depression, don't blame God. This is why, unfortunately, you got pastors that leave churches. They're leaving their ministry. They're leaving their destiny. You got pastors committing suicide. God didn't do that. God did not do that. The human did it. As a believer, you have the right to choose. Do not allow your heart to be troubled. Do not allow yourself to be afraid. Don't allow it. Now, if you allow it, you're allowing weeds to grow and the weeds are going to choke out the word. God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit. This is super important. You have to do it. This is why you have to choose. You know what? I'm going to enter into God's rest. I'm going to believe what God said. God has given me great and precious promises. And every word that God spoke over me shall come to pass before I die. I'm a believer, not a doubt. I walk by faith and not by fear. I'm looking up and not down. I'm going forward and not backward. I enter into God's rest. Worry, fear, doubt, unbelief have no power over me. I will not allow myself to be stressed out. I will not allow myself to worry. Matter of fact, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to take a nap. The Bible says he that watches over Israel, neither slumbers nor sleeps. God is up. God never takes a nap. God doesn't go to sleep. There's no need in both of us staying up. If God is up, I don't need to be up. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to get some rest. I believe him. I trust in him. My confidence is in him. Say amen to that. This is how you allow the word to work and you don't get stressed out. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say it open out loud. Say, Father. This is a season of leveling up for me. I level up in 2021 by meditating and medicating on your word day and night. I resist worrying, fear, doubt, and unbelief. I reject the cares of this world, the love of money, and the lust for selfish desires. I trust in you, Father. I take you at your word and I enter into your rest. I rest from my own works. I rest from my own ability. I no longer rely on human effort to bring things to pass. I work, but I only work by your grace, enabled by your power, walking in your favor, living this way. I allow your word to work. I give it the time and the space that it needs to do what it does. As a result, your word produces a harvest in me, with me, and for me. I am leveling up with the word and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. You get my notes for free. So sign up and get the notes. Listen, go into this day knowing that God wants you to rest. God wants you to stop worrying. Don't take on the pressures of this world and the pressures to make everything happen. God will make it happen at just the right 
time. Do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you, God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.